Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. All right, this is one that I'm going to want to listen to myself again personally because for this episode specifically and especially, I'm going to pretend like I am talking to myself and trying to massage this into my mind, this principle. First off, I'll tell you where I got it from. In case you've never read the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, I highly recommend that you get that book. It's a great book, and this is where I got this from. He talks about the fact that motion and action are not the same thing. They sound, they're similar. And when we think of motion and when we think of action, we'd say, Mario, what's the difference? But they are different, or at least James Clear presents it really, really well that they are different. He talks about the fact that motion would be just kind of movement, right? Not sitting around doing nothing. We're doing something. We're putting together a plan. We have an idea, um, but it stops there. We don't execute we don't turn the corner. We don't turn the page to get to the next thing, which is action. And folks, I'm telling you, this is why I am, you know, preaching this to myself. It's, oh, okay, want to start off, you know, want to start out the blog. Okay, I've got this idea for the blog and here's what I'm going to talk about and write about and here's where I'm going to publish it to and all these kinds of things. And that's just motion, Okay, but are you going to actually turn that into action? Like literally typing out a blog post, literally publishing that blog post, and then continuing to be consistent in that. And he talks about the fact that these two things are different. And it's really, really interesting because there's motion makes us feel good. You see, if we sat around all day and didn't do anything with our time, if we didn't somehow exercise some kind of ambition or drive to, to better ourselves, to do something, to challenge ourselves, then we would feel bad about how we spend our day. So a lot of times, oftentimes, again, myself included, what we like to do is we like to create some motion and talk about and think about what my day, what I'd love for my day to look like, what I would love to do throughout my day, what I would love to accomplish. Think about where I would like to be further down the road and write some of that stuff down, maybe or brainstorm. A lot of us, gee, let's talk to somebody about it and feel good about it so they know where we're going, where we're headed, we're driven, we're motivated. But then we need to, obviously, none of that will happen if we don't act on those things that we've set into motion. And here's what's interesting about that. Motion 
doesn't really cost anything. There's no real risk when we're in motion. I can talk about what I want to do. I can talk about what I think it's going to look like. I can think about those things. I can fantasize about those things. I can, I can do all of that. And it, it doesn't really cost me anything. There's no risk involved at all. But you see, here's the thing. Once I cross that threshold and I say, okay, here's my plan. Now I've got to actually go through the steps and execute the different parts of that plan to, to, to see if I'm actually going to make it, to see if I'm actually going to get what I want, if I'm actually going to achieve what I want to achieve, if I'm actually going to eventually become the person that I want to become. You see, now there's a problem because now there's risk. Now there's fear. Now there's anxiety. Now there's an unknown. We've crossed over now. We've, we expose ourselves to the fact that now we're not just talking. We're not just thinking. We haven't just written this down somewhere. Now we, we've got some evidence out there that could be for or against what we're doing and where we are headed and whether we're doing it the right way, heading in the right direction, like all those kinds of things. Essentially, what we're afraid of is I could fail. I could not make it. People could not like this content that I'm putting out. That's one of the things that I face a lot of times is, are they going to like it? Are they going to listen to it? Is my, is my audience going to grow? You know, how is this thing going to all play itself out? And therefore, what happens a lot of times is if we do that and we project forward, then it stays as something written down on a piece of paper or something that we once told somebody, or maybe we haven't done any of that. Maybe we just think these things, but it doesn't go any further than that. There is no action tied to that. And let me end with this because this was another very interesting thing that James Clear presents in his book. And it was a, it was a study. It wasn't done by him, but it was a study where this guy was teaching a college course and it was a ceramics course. The way James Clear explains it in his book is he changes it from ceramics to photography, but it doesn't really matter. And in this photography class, this professor divided the class up into two groups. And he said, one group over here, here's what you guys are going to do. You guys are going to provide at the end of the semester, you're going to provide one image, just one. And you will be graded upon the quality of that, that image. You will receive a letter grade, A, B, C, you know, D or F. And then this other group over here, what you guys are going to do is you guys are going to be graded on the quantity of photos that you guys are able to produce at the end of the semester. And then he gave a breakdown, which was like 100 to 90 photos would be an A, and then I think like 89 to 80 photos would be a B or something along those lines, but he had a certain number that they had to achieve to be able to get those letter grades. And the way that this story, the way that this study went was that at the end of the semester, what this professor found was that the group that was graded based on the quantity of photos that they produced, they actually also produced the highest quality image. 
So now let's take this to motion versus action. The first group was more of kind of a motion kind of a group, a group that was, they only had to produce one image. So I'm sure that they sat around thinking a lot about what they wanted to produce and how they wanted to produce it. And then they might've even taken a picture or two, but just thought a lot about it. Maybe probably threw some away. They weren't good enough. They weren't the vision they had for the picture, so on and so forth. And then they just had this one image to show at the end of the semester. This other group though, they were just snap happy, right? It was about the quantity of photos they produced. So they were just taking picture after picture after picture. They were just busy. There was a lot of action going on. They were taking the photos and then, you know, immersing themselves in the process of, of developing those photos and editing those photos or whatever it is that photographers do, right? And the interesting thing about this was that through their action, through the repetitive nature, through the practice, through the consistency. These are all words you've heard on this podcast and anywhere else that you're hearing content like this about how to be successful. Through all of that, they refined their skills in photography to the point where they outperformed those that were waiting for the flash in the pan, the one-off. They sat around thinking a little bit too much about things. They had their feet in the sand. There was a lot of motion. There was a lot of talk. There was a lot of vision. But there wasn't a lot of action. So we need to be people that are not afraid to take action. Did this group that was graded based on the quantity of their images? Were there probably a lot of images within that stack that probably weren't that good, probably weren't that good a quality? Oh, look, there's some obvious mistakes in those. Look, you probably didn't do these right. More than likely. But can I tell you something else? And and again, this is just me speculating here, but more than likely, if that professor took one of these students' you know, work for the semester, I bet he can get pretty close to sequentially just kind of lining up which ones were taken, you know, at the beginning of the semester, which ones were taken more in the middle, which ones were taken more at the end. Why? Because these students likely improved as they went along the semester and just got more reps and got more practice. So there's no secret to this. We will get better. If we take action, if we put ourselves out there and make ourselves susceptible to things like criticism, hopefully constructive criticism, make ourselves susceptible to things like failure, we'll get better. But there's unfortunately no easy road to becoming successful if we're just going to sit around and dream and fantasize and think and write things down and not actually execute on those things. So can we become people that are more pushed and spurned on to action versus motion? Okay, folks, I hope that this hits you like it hit me because I'm just thinking about my 
life, professional life, life in sport with cycling, family life. I'm just thinking about so many different areas where it's like I'm faced with, you know, motion versus action and I've got the motion going and then I stop short of taking that action and here's what's at play. It's a fear of failure. It's the fear of putting ourselves out there. So hopefully we can become people that are more into the action part because that's how we're going to improve. That's how we're going to get closer to being that better version of ourselves. Folks, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. I hope you're off to a great start to your week and we'll talk again soon. Until next time.